And welcome to the pod blast. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm okay. Are you sure? Yeah. We're recording this on Thursday, aren't we? The day before it's actually released, as opposed to the Monday. Mm-hmm. Because you've been ill. Poorly sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Much better now. Much better. At least it's been sunny, so you can go out and... It's nothing worse when you... Well, actually, there is stuff worse. I always say that. There's nothing worse. Mm. Because there's always something worse, isn't there? Razor blades, slides, salt. You know, that's worse than, than most things. You know, when you say... Oh, there's nothing worse than when you find a, a fly in your tea. Oh no, there is. There's stuff that's much worse than flying a, flying a find in your tea. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you for ages. It's strange that the first, what we do is I haven't seen you for ages. We've had a hug, but we're just, we're sat here talking to each other on a pod, pod blast instead. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Romance. Isn't it? But you're feeling better? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Right, what have you been watching Listening and well, you don't do playing, you do reading though. If you are, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I've not been well. Oh. I've I've watched a I've watched a lot of movies. Oh, I bet. What, S- sitting there feeling sorry for myself. What kind of stuff? Just the classics. Yeah. You didn't a lot of Oz, haven't you? Yes. She, uh, uh, the little one has now watched Oz the Great and Powerful, and she loved it. Oh right, because she wasn't sure, was you? Mm, she loved it. Okay, fair do. So she's a she's an Oz girl like me. Listening. Um, oh, I've forgotten the names. The TV show Pretty Little Liars. Uh, I, I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, the theme song from that, the group that did that, I'm, oh, I've forgotten what they're called, but then I've been listening to them. Okay. A bit strange. Are they going to disappear like Hepburn? Do you remember Hepburn? Oh, I like her. I've got her on my liked song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're about for 10 minutes. Oh, they? I love that song. We, we all listened to it because of Buffy. Yeah. I quit, was it? Yeah. There was a time. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my song, isn't it? I love it. <laughs> well, if you can't even remember who you're listening to now, I'm guessing. Oh, they're from that thing. I watched. They're really good. I'm guessing that uh, they'll disappear. Maybe. I, I just can't remember, but they're very odd, but I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- uh, what's it called? Steps turned up on Facebook for some reason, pushed itself on me. Steps? The other day, yeah. The band? Like back in the day, five, six, seven, eight, and there was Lee. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I went to school with him. No, don't remember. Yeah. But he, was, he, was, he was there giving it beans. Very and he's got cool. an Ellsbury Port accent when he, when he talks, which is great. Are they really? I don't even think I've ever heard him really talk. I remember watching an interview back in the day with the school nurse because they were asking her about him. And she was on telly going, oh, he's such a lovely lad and all that carry on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you wouldn't do. You didn't grow up round here. You have no affinity with steps. and Well, that's not entirely true. Oh, go on. My bestie's brother yes. used to go out with Lisa Scott Lee all the time. Right. Um, partying and stuff. So she was from... Oh, she's not from steps, is she? Is she from steps? Yeah, yeah, Lisa, she yeah, yeah. yeah. She's the one that everyone fancied. Oh, is she? Yeah, the little uh, one with black hair. Bob. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So that was always like, you know... Oh, I'm not sure if Lisa Scott Lee will be joining us tonight. All oh, right, yeah. Oh, really? Lisa Scott Lee? You just call her Lisa, no? I used to hang out with the cast of Brookside in RJ's <laughs> in New Brighton. Because <laughs> I was an extra in Brookside and Ollie Oaks. We've all got a famous person story. My manager and weightlifting trainer was Warrior from Gladiators. We've all got a story. Yeah, I met him. Hmm. I met him. So we, we had a, a connection through Warrior. Mm. I met him at Earl's Court. Doing we were, what? Uh, 
after the ideal home show about halfway through they changed the second half of the the what's it called the space the 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 ideal home show bit came down and it became a sports centric Mm. one or it was the other way around i don't remember but they all turned up for that isn't he one of the biggest people you've ever seen uh yes he is just yeah, he's huge. That same time I was working there, I saw Ronnie Corbett as well. So, oh, did you? Yeah, when it was the Ideal Home Show. So it was, I was stood on a pallet as well, mm. Deming. So mm. I was very much taller than him anyway. Yeah. Oh, Ronnie Corbett, that would be so cool. He that's was, two extremes, isn't it? Ronnie Corbett yeah, that's Warrior. What, that's, what, <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, I nearly killed someone with uh, Wolfcraft Flicks of Flexander at that point. I was Deming it. And it... Um, it was a sanding disc with a rotating head, so that you know it could do whatever uh, that you you attached to the to, to your your drill, and it had the sanding discs were Velcro, which was new then. That every, everyone's got them now, but it was new then. And part of the den was just slapping it on and turning it on, and it just stay on. It didn't. It went straight to some guy's head and cut it. Oh my god! He bought. A fix of like sand and some sanding discs. No one else did, I think, because he felt sorry for me because it all went wrong. Because I was only, what, 15, 16, something like that. Oh, my days. Yeah. Anyway, what have I been watching? <laughs> Memories. <laughs> I watched I watched Kenobi and you didn't, did you? No, I haven't watched it. So I can't really talk about it. Uh, what I can say is that I've, I've really enjoyed it despite all the hate online. And I mean... It, I don't know what it is. There's a oh, there's an airplane going past. It'll probably be put. We've got to have the window open, haven't we? It's far I'm not too sitting hot. in here with the window. No, it can't be done. Uh, but yeah, there's still people hating on it and saying, "Well, it's not, it's not this, and it's not that, and I would have done this, and I would have done that, and so on and so forth," which is which is fine. But it's it's the hate. It's the it's the you know you can dislike something and laugh and say it should have been this should have been that that's fair enough but th- these people are brimming with bile and they need <laughs> to just I don't know get out the mum's basement and go and enjoy the sun do you know what I mean I do know what you mean yeah. um, there was what was I watching the other day I was watching something the other day and they used that word that you used that you said that is it simp oh simping yeah yeah about this person I was like oh. Oh <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it's going to enter the vernacular. People are going to be using it a lot more. Be in the dictionary, like bootylicious. I think so. Yeah. Okay. People simping on Carol Vorderman. It makes me think of like chimps. Chimp simp. Yeah. Chimp simping. Simp simping chimps. <laughs> I oh that's something else I saw the other day as well on Facebook, which I didn't want to see. This is why I shouldn't have Facebook. I'm on a, like, car lovers type, uh, what's it called? You know, you go through, oh, you haven't seen this car in a while. It's like, oh, yeah, there you go. Look at that. That's, that's the, lovely. The Facebook where you won't have any of your friends on it. Yeah, I've got no you, friends You don't want to it. interact with us? No. Okay. That's what message is for. If if you're on Messenger and I'm talking to you, then, you know, mm-hmm. then I'm your mate. It, you know, otherwise I'm just, what, looking at your holiday pictures, what? Okay. I Facebook. Come on, your car thing. There was a guy getting off with a car. <gasps> like full, no, no, no. He wasn't doing that. But he was, he was, he was lying down underneath the front of it. With his head co- cocked up, with on his elbows, and he was necking the bumper, like he was full on, like 
snogging it. Like, like at the back of a, a, a movie theatre. How is that? I, I, I saw it for a second and I was like, nope. Some strange stuff out there, isn't it? I mean, I suppose no one's getting hurt. He might. Or for Dante, you know, and that kind of thing. I, I don't know. But anyway, I'm really sidetracking today. Yeah. <laughs> Forget. I haven't seen, seen you for a while. And I've remembered stuff, so that's mm. always exciting, isn't it? Uh, what have I been listening to? I've been listening to uh, Julia Jacqueline, latest. Oh, I, yeah. I can't say I'm into it. Uh, it's a bit... For a minute, I thought that it was it was like her, her older stuff. It had that beat, and I thought, oh, it's going to build up, and it doesn't build up. It stays really slow. It's not as good as uh, My Body and that mm. kind of... It's it's obviously a, a, a personal song to her and means something to her, but I, I'm, it didn't grab me like like they usually do. Mm. Um, I, I look forward to whatever else she, she comes up with. Um, right. Just Just one... You know, swing and a miss for me this time. I'll have to have a listen and see if I agree. Yeah, I've been watching, uh, been playing, sorry, um, Daisy, as you mm. know. Didn't you get up in the night to do something? Oh my God, I had to. I had to, someone nicked my bass. I, I spent months on, well, months, weeks on this particular server. Is that weeks in real life? In real, in real life, I've been playing it for weeks <laughs> and I've, scrounged everything together and anyone who plays Daisy know what it's like I've scrounged everything together and I've built I built a base and then someone <laughs> someone started firing a gun outside my base and what I should have done is nothing I should have just let them fire their gun because what it did was it it drew me out and once I was outside they sat off and they headshotted me and the and because I'm so far inland when I respawn and I've got nothing on me, I've got to make it all the way inland from the coast. Mm-hmm. It takes ages. So by the time I got there, they'd taken over my base and changed all the locks and everything. Oh, dear. I know. So, uh, that's, so just, that's just awful. So now I'm out in the wilderness just logging in and logging out. In your knickers. Uh, yeah, in my knickers, running up and down, trying to find a truck so that I can start again. And it's really frustrating because even that is 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 difficult to do because I'm having to go into high industrious <laughs> areas to do it. So at any time, someone could just kill me. I could see a truck in front of me and then pop back of the head. <laughs> oh dear! So it's very frustrating. I'm laughing game. out of nerves, not because it's funny, but I like it. Okay. Okay. What? Right. That's that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Right. What we're doing today? Today is it's. It's the finals to say goodbye to to Bond. We've had a a good time. You see, you've you've been there for the back end of it. You got one Brosnan, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're at the end of it because it was quite a slog. Mm-hmm. Breaking it up and doing the odd bits in between. We've had a couple of COVIDs with Fal, so I had to do a couple on my own and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is which has been handy because I have had to do every single one of them. Yeah, but we're here now. We're here. We scored them all. I. Went over all of the scores. I used some sophisticated math techniques to find out <laughs> which ones are the which ones are the the best according to me, according to you and Fal jointly. That is just wrong. Well, you know, and the podcast. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so are you ready to hear some, some chart rundowns and I am whatnot? so ready. I've got pins and needles in my big right toe. Do you need it squeezing? In a bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so first of all, the big one. What is the best Bond movie according to the Pod Blast? Now, before I start giving the scores, what you have to understand is we came up with the criteria the things that you have to fulfill for it to be a James Bond. Mm-hmm. So, henchmen, cars, gadgets, girls, all the basic things that make a Bond. This isn't in no way we're saying that this is it. Mm-hmm. Even the ones even the ones that I personally have got at number one, two, and three, and four aren't necessarily ones that I would pick. Mm-hmm. It's That's just the way it's fallen because of our score system. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if that proviso out of the way, we'll carry on. The number one Bond film, according to our scores for the Pod Blast, is License to Kill. Really? Yes. Okay. You didn't watch it, did you? No, not with you guys. The reason why it scored so highly is we realised that it's slightly separate to other Bonds. It's almost like Predator. Hmm. Or Terminator. You know, it's it's a film that you just put on and yeah. go, here's an ace 80s film. And that's what this is. Okay. I can understand why it is number one according to our scoring system. Mm-hmm. It was it was great fun to watch. Do you think that's because of the age of you and Flau? Yeah, because when I was a kid, I didn't like License to Kill. Mm. It was probably one of my least favourite. I mean, I really liked Timothy Dalton. And I think Living Daylights was my favourite for, for years was my favourite Bond. But no, Licence to Kill, you know, watching it again retrospectively and with with the score system and what have you, I understand why that is top. Mm. Oh, it's an amazing film. It's a good film. Number two is a little bit more obvious. That's The Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, yeah. Of course. I mean, a lot of people put that as number one, I think, if you, if you were choosing. It's just the way that, the, again, just the way the scores went. But The Spy Who Loved Me... It's got everything, hasn't it? It's got everything in there that you want. Mm-hmm. It's Roger Moore at his height. It's got the gadgets, the girls, the henchmen. I mean, it's Jaws. My you stepdad know. was watching that the other day. Yeah. It is one of those ones that's always on, and for, for good reason. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Third. <laughs> Third is controversial. Mm. Tomorrow Never Dies. Really? For real. Tomorrow Never Dies. I mean, you know, I double-checked because I needed <laughs> I, to. I know you did. I heard you getting a bit frustrated with yourself. Uh, but yeah, tomorrow and after, it, it's not necessarily because of the the the, the film. It's it's the parts. It's, it's how it's scored, and it's scored really well. Mm. And that's why it's number three. How amazing is that? Wow. You'd never put it up there, but there it is, Tomorrow yeah. Never Dies. I'll run through the rest very quickly now. If, okay. if you want to stop at anything, you can do. Okay, so number four, Golden Eye. Obvious. Mm-hmm. Number five is Octopussy. Mm-hmm. N- number six is No Time to Die. All right. Right up there. Living Daylights at number seven. Mm-hmm. Diamonds Are Forever at number eight. Oh. Diamonds Are Forever was was bonkers. Watching that film was bonkers, but it did score high. I think more with Fal 
than with me, mm-hmm. but you know, it's up there no, at number eight. Number nine is Spectre, right? Because we enjoyed that film, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And then number 10 is On Her Majesty's Secret Service, it had to be in the top 10. After that is Moonraker, which people would put further down the bottom ordinarily. Next is Goldfinger. 13 is Casino Royale. 14 is You Only Live Twice. Mm. 15 is Shared Between Thunderball and The World Is Not Enough. Right. That's, again, people are like, what? <laughs> 16 is For Your Eyes Only. 17 is A View to a Kill. Uh, 18 is Live and Let Die and Skyfall, jointly. Mm. Dying of a Day is number 19. Uh, number 20 is shared between Quantum of Solace and Doctor No. Right. 21 is From Russia with Love, which should be much higher. It's strange. And then 22, The Man with the Golden Gun. That should be at the bottom, I think. That's <laughs> that's more or less right. We'll just do quickly yours and, and fouls mixed together. Mm-hmm. So you're, we'll just go for your top 10, shall we? License to Kill, number one. Right. Tomorrow Never Dies, number two. No Time to Die is number three. Mm-hmm. The Spy Who Loved Me is number four. Octopussy, five. Golden Eye, six. Diamonds Are Forever, seven. Moonraker, eight. Dying of a Day, nine. And Living Daylight, ten. I feel like it might have been different if it was done by me the whole way through. Yeah. And if it was done by foul to the end. I definitely would have changed it would have changed the pod blasts scores as well uh your least favorite at the bottom there is skyfall mm-hmm. yeah which your pants yeah uh right mine my number one is the spy love me mm. uh number two is license to kill number three is golden eye and living daylights jointly mm. number four is octopussy number five is spectre number six is skyfall number seven is casino royale and Tomorrow Never Dies. Number eight is On a Majesty's Secret Service. Number nine is shared between The World Is Not Enough and Diamonds Are Forever. And number ten is Goldfinger. My worst being The Man With The Golden Gun. Right. And that, to me, surprises me because the amount of Daniel Craig that's at the top, especially coming in from the very beginning of this. As and, not, not into Daniel Craig's And bond. not being into Daniel Craig. And then just How having my not head. like, you know, the pouty swagger? Oh, well, that's why I didn't like it. Oh, I love that but, swagger. Well, I love it now. Mm-hmm. I've obviously... On a rooftop giving it, I'm a model. <laughs> Isn't Fabulous. it? It's great. That was a great shot, wasn't it? Was, that's why I like Spectre. It was brilliant. It was just the whole the whole scene was really, really good. And he just, the dude can wear a suit. He's on top of a building. Yeah. He's about to do something seriously dangerous. But don't forget to pout and strut. Fresh lemons. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, so according to the podcast, in order, Bonds. Okay, this is bigger now. In number one place. This is so strange as well. This what is you... the most listened to. No, this is this is the score that we've given them. Oh, I see. Okay, and this is where it's going to surprise you because there's going to be people that have done more Bonds but they weren't all good. Right. So they will drop down. And the order of these bonds is definitely not how you would choose it, but it's just the way it's happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here we go. Number one spot, best James Bond, according to the Podblast, 
is Daniel Craig. Okay. Followed by Timothy Dalton, <laughs> then Pierce Brosnan, <gasps> then George Lazenby, <gasps> then Sean Connery, and lastly, no! Roger Moore. <laughs> no, I disagree entirely. Well, yeah, I... I I do. I. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't put them in that order. You know, I love Timothy Dalton as an actor. I really do. I mean, I could listen to that man's voice. He's a brilliant Bond. If you if you're going to say anything bad about his Bond, watch License to Kill with I'm me not again. I'm going to say anything bad about his Bond. I'm just going to say I think Sean and Roger should be higher up. Yeah. Well, yeah, they should be, but. On the you know of the grand scheme of things, you've got to understand that the first two James Bond movies they weren't really James Bond movies as as we score them to be James Bond. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they lost points mm. for those early Bonds because they weren't yet there. He should definitely be up at the top somewhere because he's the one that created the character that everyone else follows. Blah blah blah. blah. But then that's the point of the scoring system that we came up with. Mm. It's so that our prejudices are not used to, to, to come up with an order. So what wow. we get is, is we get Roger Moore at the bottom of God, a best Bonds list. That's it. My dad just is not going to watch this, listen to this anymore. It's over. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. It wasn't my fault. I didn't do it. Well, we'll go on to you and Fal together. And who you put, and it's more or less the same, Daniel Craig at the top, then Pierce Brosnan, Timothy Dalton and George Lazenby share third, Mm. then Roger Moore, then Sean Connery. Fal, you and I need a word. He was, you know, all right, Fal did do some scary scoring back in the day, but... it's just because, I mean, Roger Moore's not every... I mean, the man with the golden gun. Mm. It's it's not a perfect film. It's a, <laughs> it's a pretty bad film. And so he's been marked down for it. And so his average throughout the movies has, has, has gone down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pierce Brosnan was born to play Bond. He's been playing Bond since Remington Steel. So for <laughs> him to, to come in and be Bond, yeah. You know, same with Roger Moore. Roger Moore was still playing the saint mm. until he became Bond. And once he was Bond, he was great. Mm-hmm. But there were films like Live and Let, uh, Live and Let Die where he, he he didn't quite have the character yet. And so his average has dropped. Mm. Mine. Okay, so my top Bond was Timothy Dalton. Shocker. Then George Lazenby. Then Pierce Brosnan. Then Daniel Craig. Then Sean Connery. Then Roger Moore. Which isn't necessarily the the order that I'd put them in, but mm. I can understand how that happened. Do you know what we should have done then? We didn't. Is I should have said what I think yours would have been because then first three I'd have got them. First three or four. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the way the way that they well, the first two certainly they're the cool kids. They say <laughs> they say Timothy Dalton and George, they're the best, and I've inadvertently. Gone with the cool kids. Mm. Yeah, it's not a conscious decision I've made. I've watched these Bonds, and they're brilliant as Bond. George Lazenby. I can show you the there's a there's a fight scene in a hotel that he has. Oh my god, he's brutal. <laughs> he's absolutely. He, he comes and he's he's Bond. It's it's strange. It's strange. That's that anyway. Next, 
the next ones, we're not going to go into our individual ones. We're just going to go through the pilot's pod blasts. So we'll go through the baddies, first of all. Okay. The number one top villain is uh, Fran Sanchez, licensed to kill, mm. uh, played by Robert Daffy. Yeah, he got a 10 out of 10 from me and Fal because he was he was brutal, but he was, you could understand who he was. He, he, he was big into loyalty and what have you. He was very much a gangster mm-hmm. villain and that's that's what he was playing. And yeah, he made a big... A big impression when we watched that film. We were like, "Yes, mm-hmm. he's the he's the bad guy, isn't he?" And he's got a little bit of complex uh, complexity. It's yeah, we're we're into that. <laughs> um, oh, hold on. Oh, he's not the only one who's number one. Oh. It's shared by three people. Looking at this, the next one is Silver in Skyfall. Right. Yeah, Javier Bardem. He, I mean, he was. He's ace, isn't he? Yeah. He's scary. Yeah. We, we we know. And the next one is Christopher Waltz as Blofeld. Oh, all right. Inspector. So that was you and that was you and me that put him mm-hmm. at number one, really, because we like his depiction of mm-hmm. of Blofeld. Of course, we do. We think it's other people hate it, really? and that's just yeah, re- really hate it, and they think it was wasted, and they should never have done it, and the fact that he's his brother. <sighs> oh yeah, all that like was that. silly, but it was. It was- about his performance. Not- I, I thought so. I, I enjoyed it. So number two, again, we've got a joint three, is Blofeld in The Majesty's Secret Service. Mm-hmm. So that's Telly Savalis. Alec Trevelyan, Sean Bean in uh, Golden Eye. Good name, that, isn't it? Alec Trevelyan, yeah. And then Le Chief, Mads Mike, uh, Mickelson in Casino Royale. Mm. So he got second. Uh, they all got second. Third is Kananga from Live and Let Die. <laughs> oh my God, we loved him. What is that? Yafit Koto. Yafit Koto. I, I'm not sure on the pronunciation. Someone would have to correct me. But yeah, he uh, he was great. He was smooth. He was cool. He he got given a really bad script. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was white guys talking jive oh, was dear. the way that they wrote that oh, script. Oh gosh, that's awful. And yet... Even with this really bad dialogue, he was able to bring a performance that was outstanding. So, so yeah, we can see why he's number three. Thunderball, Largo. Mm-hmm. Largo got number four. Uh, we enjoyed him because I think that was the start. Of, what was that, the start? Of? It was close to, it was close to um, Blofeld. It was that kind mm-hmm. of feeling to it. Then finally, for now... Donald Pleasance is Blofeld in You Only Live Twice. Mm-hmm. He was number five. Right. The, the classic, the first time we see Blofeld. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can see, you can see why we'd get it. It's <laughs> it's what a lot of people base bad guys on: the scar, the cat, the smooth talking, the 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 the, the high collared suit, mm. uh, the one million dollars, and so on and so forth. Indeed. So yeah, that's that's our top five. Right. If you want to look at all of our scores, you can do. I'll put a link in with the Twitter, and I'm not sure whether you can do links on Instagram. You can. You can. Link in bio, you say. Right. Okay. So I'll put it in there, mm-hmm. and we'll put all the scores mm-hmm. in there. Okay. Next one. We're not going to go through all of them. Don't worry. You've got you've got a look on here of come on. Let's get this done. No, I'm just. I'm still not 100. percent Oh, of course. Sorry. Sorry, I'm, I'm starting on you, and that's not very fair. And I've got no makeup on, so I've got squinty eyes. 
Yeah, we need the windows, uh, the windows and the curtains open and everything, though, don't we? Because it's such weather. I can't get over your tan. Uh, yeah, because I went out for one day. You went out for like what were you out for two hours? Uh, four hours in the sun, I think it was. Oh, was it really? Oh, fair enough. That tan on your head, goodness me. Yeah, it doesn't take much. I am just currently a giant freckle. Yeah, but you've got the cheat. You're rocking the cheetara look with all your freckles, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it makes me look cuter? Well, you you look them and you look tired and stuff like that. I feel like I'm picking on you. Well, I think once you're you, you, your buoyant self again. What, you're going to be nasty? <laughs> well, I, well, I can't help, but you know what I'm like anyway. I just do this to you. All day. And uh, just try and rile you. And, and I feel sorry for doing it. <laughs> At the minute. Right, shall we go on to, to girls? Okay. Bond girls. Okay, according to the pilot's pod blast. So number one, I think it's very, very obvious what's going to be number one. On Her Majesty's Secret Service, Diana Rigg as Tracy. Right. She, you know, she's the one that he married. Mm-hmm. Not only did he fall in love with her, he, he, he married her. And Blofeld, it's Blofeld and all that business. It's just, uh, she she had the biggest emotional impact mm-hmm. on on us, I think. Yeah, she's she's great. Mm-hmm. And I, I, a big Diana Rigg fan anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. She's she's brilliant. Yeah, isn't it just right up to the end with her? She's a she was a meme machine, wasn't she? F- yeah. For Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay, so number two, this is shared. So License to Kill is Pam Bouvier and Lupa Lamara, was it? So like you'd have to. I think I'd have to watch them again. I don't know why they scored so high, but they have done. Uh, and of course, Waylin Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. In Tomorrow Never Dies. My girl. Uh, we wanted to see... In everything. D- yeah. You didn't do that one, did you? No. But she scored really highly because she was kick-ass and, and yeah, should yeah. have got her own series of films. Oh, well done. There's a third person that's <laughs> with them. Eva Green, Casino Royale. That's oh, Berlin. both of my girls. There yeah. we go. Whoop, whoop. So there we go. That's the three people in joint second, or four people really, because there's two in... Um, in what's it called in License to Kill that we seem to have been uh, scoring them on. Number three is Madeleine. Oh, yeah. In No Time to Die. Number four is Tiffany Case, Jill St. John in Diamonds Are Forever. Mm-hmm. Number five, we've got three joints here. We've got For Your Eyes Only, uh, Melina, uh, Octopussy, Octopussy herself, and Dying of a Day, Jinx. All right, fair enough. Okay. She was, well, yeah, she was fine. She was fine. I, I thought, you know, she was. She, she was, was good. Yeah, she was good. It was the the the, the time in the script and the way they, yeah. Yeah, they they gave her a really clunky script. They they were saying very odd things in that in that film for some reason. And but when you watch it, when you when you take off your Catwoman eyes and stuff like that, and you just watch it for what it is, she's actually a very important character and and good at what. Mm-hmm. what she's meant to do in the film so yeah she's a she's a good bond girl mm-hmm. right next uh and the last lot we'll do now actually is hench mm. so the best hench people in bond according to the pilot's pod blast number one batista it is it's good. uh it's hinks from spectre good yeah i think because he was he was physically really a threat 
the same way Jaws was. But the thing with Jaws was, he was very much a loomer. He loomed over people and squished things slowly. Because, you know, he's that size and he hasn't got that much mobility. So it's it's more like he's more like a zombie when it comes hmm. to, to well, scary that. movies. It's, it's, it's that kind of... Oh, I can outrun this. Well, yeah, yeah, but not really. It's just the character he's playing because obviously he's a high-flying athlete. No, no, I'm talking about Jaws. Oh, Jaws. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Oh, sorry. The difference between, you know, Jaws because, you know... Oh, yeah, Jaws is too big for the room. Exactly. So the the thing with Batista is, is he is, he is a very physical person. Mm-hmm. And so he he is a real threat to Bond, oh, right, and he you. he might not have gold teeth, and he might not have a bowl hat, and he might not have exploding milk bottles, but what he is is a very a very scary henchman mm-hmm. who, without being asked to do the things that he did, just just was like a like a dog with a bone. Mm-hmm. He he, I'm gonna get Bond because there's there's no way I'm having this. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, so yeah, he gets number one. I understand that, and we love Spectre, so it was mm-hmm. going to be up there. The next one, it's between it's three people, two in one film, one in another. So joint second is Winton Kid from Diamonds Are Forever, which uh, which is what's it called? Putter Smith and Bruce Glover. You know Bruce Glover, don't you? Um, Martin McFly's dad. Yeah, it's his dad in real life. Oh, Crispin. Glover. Crispin Glover, yeah. So his dad is playing Wint, Wint and Kid, this gay couple assassins. I mean, they're, they're playing gay as in, well, gay people are weird, aren't they? So let's be weird. Okay. <laughs> and they were proper. I know they proper Glovered it up. Yeah. The pair of them. Uh, but they were every time they were on on the screen and their little theme. Every time they were on and what have you. Okay, Mr. Wind, okay, Mr. Kid. Oh, my God. They're just amazing. <laughs> so they're, they're second as well as Richard Keel's Jaws. Okay. So he got that in Moonraker of all of them because we really enjoyed Moonraker. We mm-hmm. thought it was it was very... You didn't be telling me. Yeah. It was, you were surprised. It, it, it surprised us because it was, uh, it was very Bond. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? All the set pieces were there. And what have you? It, it, yeah. So instead of the you know the spy who loved me, he he gets it for for Moonraker. Uh, right. Where are we now? So number three again. It's two. It's two sharing. And, and the first one is Odd Job from Goldfinger. <laughs> obviously, how, you know how how could he not be there? If mm-hmm. not number one, you know, he's got to be there. And he shares it with Jaws again. A rich keel for the spy who loves me. Right. He, he, you know, he's in multiple films, so he's got the chance to be in it again. So he's second and third. Okay. It's, yeah, of course, it's Jaws. Well, yeah, when I was little, <laughs> if I thought Bond, I thought Jaws, so. Yeah, I remember James Bond Jr. as well and stuff like that. I, the, there was a big, there was a lot of Jaws in it. Um, okay, so number four, again, it's more people sharing. And A View to a Kill, it's Mayday, Grace Jones. Brilliant. Uh. She starts off as a henchman and becomes a Bond girl because the, you know she she's one of those ones that that what's it called? What's Flops it called? with them up. Yeah, maybe the other one in the same class as that sort of Zenya on a top. Oh yeah, 
So Xenia on the top in Goldeneye and Living Daylight's Necros. Necros was amazing. Okay. Uh, he's oh, it just he's a he's a specimen. He doesn't say very much. He's just a very efficient killer, and he kills people in some very odd ways. <laughs> and one of them is his exploding milk bottles. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. sad that Eyeball Paul didn't make it. No, he's well. We're on to number five. Is he there? No, he isn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so number five, best henchman, Fury Eyes only, Eric Kriegler. Who I don't remember. Hmm. I'm gonna have to have a look who that is again. I've watched that mu- that much Bond. Who was Eric Kriegler? It's all Kriegler? one big Bond blue. Yeah, and they share that with uh, License to Kill Dario Benito mm-hmm. del Toro. Yeah. Uh, which he does what he always does. He's Del Toro. He just brings a performance. Del Toro's yeah. the place, just like Glover. Glover's the place. Yeah. You know, there's certain people that you that you you want yeah. in a film. You, you're going to watch it. You're going to see it's that person, and you already know what's coming. Like Christopher Waltz and Javier Bardem, and all of these people, you, you know what they're going to bring, and we're into it. Yeah, definitely. I think that's it. Right. I, that'll that'll do for now. You can, um, yeah, have a look online, and we will we will post a link to the scores on a Google spreadsheet so that you can peruse them yourself mm-hmm. and uh, see what was going on. Agree with them, disagree with them. It's you know start the conversation and whatnot. We'll uh, we'll have a look. Um, so I think that'll do for Bond now. We've, right. We'll put Bond to rest. Thank you, Bond. Thank you for your service. Isn't it? We will uh, we, we'll no doubt pick it up again. Uh, I'm really looking forward to what they do next. What are they going to do next? Hopefully they keep the same team. Yeah, yeah. We need to keep Ralph Fiennes in it, for sure. He's... I had a lot of them. Like I say, Q and Moneypenny, let's see them grow old like the other ones did. I'd love to see that. Mm-hmm. What What else have we got going on? Shall I tell you what we're doing next week? Okay. We're doing the Avengers. Oh, yeah. Not that Avengers. No. No. We're doing the... Back when Rafe was Ralph. Yeah. Fines. He's playing... Oh, the film. He's playing John Steed. But he's not quite doing the voice of John Steed. Oh, you see... I, mm, okay. you got Uma Thurman playing Diana Riggs' part. As uh, Mrs. Emma Peel. And the bad guy is Sean Connery. Do you know I watched The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen this week? All right, okay. As you know, it's one I like. Yeah. And every time I watch it, I think, why do I like this film? Yeah. It's like, what's happening? I like League of Gentlemen in an ironic way, which is I I like it because it's a bit trashy Mm -hmm. and it's a bit over the top. Yeah. And so I enjoy it for its campness. I do enjoy it, but it's like... Captain Nemo especially. Oh, brilliant. Really, really gets me going mm-hmm. when it comes to League of Gentlemen. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, yeah. Yeah, I think that's why. It's a bit camp. It's a bit yeah. silly, but that's fine. There's a place for that in the world. And there's yeah. no reason why there couldn't have been a second one. As I know, long as, yeah. As long as they don't take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Morbius, isn't it? There's going to be a... There'll probably be a second one of that. Have you heard what happened with that? So, it flopped. Mm. They tur- The fans, inverted commas, turned it into a into an internet sensation with how bad they thought it was. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about morbid time and what have you. And even Jared Leto joined in the joke. Mm-hmm. That kills the joke when things like that happen. But they convinced Sony to release it again in the cinemas. 
And so it bombed a second time. Oh, yeah, you did tell me. So there's talk of them trying it for a third time, third time lucky. To re-release it. To go on, re-release it again. We'll go this time. We weren't watching. We weren't ready. Oh. Couldn't do it again. Yeah. I, <laughs> we walked out of that one, didn't we? I mean, it was too hot, wasn't it? That was it. And I wasn't well. You weren't well. And, and we just... been well, have I? We just weren't enjoying it, were we? No. Yeah, so that's well. That's Morbius, anyway. What else is going on? Oh, apparently, Kevin Feige is going to tell us who the next big bad is and the direction of Marvel hmm. Phase Four and Five going forward. We're gonna we're gonna get a sense of what that is soon. Mm-hmm. So everyone's saying, you know, it's it's Secret Wars and what have you. Obviously, whether or not it's Doctor Doom. And, I mean, they were setting up Kang, weren't they? Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, the films that we've watched so far really haven't done a lot to to, to get us there. Obviously, you've got the, you've got Shang-Chi and the rings. Mm-hmm. You've got the same thing going on with Ms. Marvel's... Mm-hmm. I'm really annoyed that Shang-Chi's come off the beginning of the Marvel thing. Yeah, they've I'm replaced really him with Moon Knight, of all people. Um, yeah, it's really annoyed me. Because Shang-Chi, as far as I'm concerned, of all the Phase 4 movies that we've had so far, and that includes Spider-Guy mm-hmm. and Doctor Strange mm-hmm. in the, the multiverse, which is only actually a couple of universes that he goes to, the multiverse. They don't even get me started on that okay. again. And the fact that there's, you know, the things that people were asking for, Charlie Cox in Spider-Man and it didn't happen and so on and so forth. Oh, they, they said they're going to release it again with an extended cut now. So even the the 4K that I bought, because they said those scenes would be in it, mm. and they're not they're even not, on the special no, edition. Not. Or they say, oh, we're going to put it back in the cinemas again. It's going to be, this time it's going to, it's going to have them in. Shut up. Stop it. It's baiting, and I'm not into it. Of all these films that have happened so far, Shang-Chi is the best. It is 100% the best, and I have watched it so many times. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that, because it seems that him and Ms. Marvel are going to be... Because Ms. Marvel's the star of the Marvels when it comes... Mm. When the film comes. She is the star. She's great, isn't she? She is great. Uh, we've yet to watch the... What is it? This week's Fourth one. episode, is yeah. it? We'll watch that today at some point <clears throat> i should imagine but it's um i'm really looking forward to her being the star and it being about her and it being about her, her bracelet and it being related to the power rings that uh that shang chi has and that's what's going to bring the next big bad and so on and so forth if that's the way they're going then groovy plus we're going to have secret wars because obviously that's that's going on so we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see what goes on Mm-hmm. And I, I said to you last week, I realised why I sort of, I mean, she's great and you laughed at the dancing scene saying, is this what it's like in your head? Yeah. Yeah, and it is. It really no, is. No, that's what I was saying. This is what you like as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I still like that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but she reminds me of um, Munarari, who was my best friend's auntie. Mm-hmm. And she's just got the same shaped mouth. And I remember Munarari walking towards the back gate with this green sari on and like a hair blowing and she was just absolutely stunning. Mm. Um, and when I'm watching it, it reminds me of when I was little. Right. Because of all the... Yeah, because you grew up in a, a multicultural centre, which was Manchester, didn't you? Yeah, so... and I mean, my my 
I could speak Punjabi when I was two, and I can't speak it anymore, but I do recognise the difference between Urdu and Punjabi when I hear it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's Punjabi. And I wish I could still speak it, because how cool would that be? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I used to wear the bangles, and that bit where she was in the, the window with all the bangles and the jewellery on, that was like me as a kid. Right, yeah. And me gran, because she was old school, she'd be like, take them bangles off, what are you wearing them for? Take yeah. them shiny shoes off, you're too little for them. But I'd go to to Lackey's house, who was my best friend. I mean, even the, the cousin is called Cameron, and, like, Lackey's brother yeah, was Cameron. Yeah. and Yeah, and... Um, and I'd go to her house and they'd, they'd just dress me up like one of them and then like like the part of the family and I'd eat the food they were eating and someone watching it, I'm like, oh, I know what that is. Oh, I remember that. Mm. And when she fell over and her mum calls her, is it Bita? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I remember them calling me that. And I'm like, oh, I know these words. That's, that's it's, ace. It's really cool. It? Yeah, it's so cool. So I'm well into it. It makes me smile on the inside. And of course, you really loved the part in the in the the market area, didn't you? When they were naming the yes, Illuminanti, the Illuminanti, that is so <laughs> true. And I have to thank Lucky. And you know, by chance, if any of you are listening, mm-hmm. we live used to live in Housebury Close. So if that rings a bell, dear, send us a message on Instagram so I can find her. All right, okay. Just in case. Uh, yeah, the uh, my auntie who was called Auntie was called Auntie because of Lucky. Because everybody's called auntie. That's right, yeah, yeah. Auntie, everyone's auntie everyone's, and uncle. Yeah, so there was no... She was called Brenda, really. But I just called her auntie. And uh, she was super important. So when I saw the Illuminantes, it made me think of when we go to the market. And you'd see all Lucky's aunties stood talking and they knew everything about everything. And my auntie go and talk to them and then she'd know everything about everything. And it's just very cool. Networking before Facebook. Yeah, if you need to know something, you ask the aunties. Mm. Fabulous show. It is a fabulous show. We're really enjoying it. We've got a couple more to go till the end. Really looking forward to, to the Marvels. Um, hopefully, Kevin Feige is going to make good with his promise and we're going to know what's going on going forward because at the moment, things have felt a little directionless mm. that there's no one at the rudder. They The difference with, with, with what we were looking at with... Um, we, you know, even with Iron Man and what have you, and the leading up to the Avengers, we knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we need that. We, that's so that we can get excited and talk about it. Uh, at the moment, it's, it's it's completely speculation. Go on, give us just give us a little taster. Yeah, more Shang Chi, please. And definitely more Shang Chi. And and put him in stuff. Put yeah. them both in Why stuff. In for stuff? goodness sake. I want sakes. to hear croaky voice going. What? What's it's, happening? Wow! Isn't it? Yeah. And yeah, I I just oh dear. That guy's green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well we'll we'll look forward to it. There's a lot going on from the vaults all that carrier. We'll talk about it as it comes. Um we'll go now. It's only a short episode. Just to just to say goodbye to, to Bond. Goodbye, and Bond. Goodbye, Bond. We'll we'll watch the uh, we'll watch the Avengers to wean us off Bond a bit. It's got two or three Bond connections with that, so um It'll, it'll ease us out of Bond. And then going forward, I've got a little season, a little mini season set up for us. Oh, dear. Okay. You will be saying, oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> right, and goodbye, everybody. We'll see you in a minute. Goodbye. Goodbye.